Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Joining me, formerly of the Athletic and Pro Football Network, now he writes his own newsletter about football. Nonetheless, uh, the Wide Left uh, newsletter, wideleftpost.substack.com is where you can find it. The only Arif Hassan. What is going on, Arif? How are you? Good, I'm good. How are you? Oh, you know, uh, doing okay. Uh, As you heard, there's black ice, so now I'm like a little concerned about driving home. And also, we've had Georgia and Florida State on TV in here, and that's just been depressing because it's 49-3 to that Georgia is winning. Other than that, though, uh, we're having a good time, giving out New Year's resolutions for sports teams, as you do on the radio right before New Year's. Uh, How about we start there? Give the Vikings a New Year's resolution, Arif. Let's say that uh, Kwesi Adafo Mensa and Kevin O'Connell call you. They're like, we love this newsletter you're doing, man. Got a lot of great ideas. What do you What do you think we should do in 2024 if you could give us one piece of advice for our New Year's resolution? What would you tell them? Uh, practice healthy habits. You know, <laughs> eat nutritionally. <laughs> do your workouts. I think that more than anything else would set them up for success. Don't have all of your players get hurt? Is that what you mean? Yes. 
Well, how about as far as their roster and the way they play football goes, Arif? Uh, I mean, I think that the way that they've set up their like strategic considerations, the way they play football, that's all pretty good. Obviously, they're going to have to self-scout on defense, but from a roster perspective, I think that they should give themselves a couple of gifts. I think they need to add some cornerbacks. I think they need to add some edge rushers. And then on offense, they, they just need to make sure that they've got a consistent churn of talent at places like wide receiver. But for the most part, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't spend too much time tinkering with that offense. Yeah, I mean, what this whole thing is going to end up coming down to is the quarterback position, which actually makes it a little bit hard to talk about. It's like, all right, well, they're either drafting somebody or they're not. They're either bringing back Kirk or, or they're not, and then the rest of the pieces have to fall into place for there. And if they do bring back Cousins, we kind of know all the pitfalls of potentially doing that. At the same time, if you draft the wrong quarterback, you are going to waste another year of Justin Jefferson's life without the playoffs. It, what, what, what is your guess about what they end up doing here and your opinion on what they should do with the quarterback position? Yeah, I know we're not supposed to hold people to what they say. Obviously, you can't do that. That's a bad thing to do uh, generally. But it did seem like, you know, midway through the season after Cousins got hurt, that uh, O'Connell was very vociferous about how much he wanted Kirk back on the roster. And we've heard coaches talk about players that they want to get back on the roster, back under contract, and then the front office disagrees, and the front office tends to win those kinds of battles. But I do think that this is one where probably they're aligned. Um, I think that just how strong those statements are, even still months later, you know, has still stuck with me. I think that um, after seeing all the turnovers from Dobbs and Mullins and having to rely on this rookie potentially – um, I, I think that they're, they, they really like the idea of having some level of stability or expectation um, with, a, with a veteran quarterback that they've worked with before, and they don't want to spend multiple years teaching someone a new system. So I do think that they bring Kirk Cousins back. Um, I don't know that his market's going to be all that good, which for the Vikings obviously is, is a bit of an advantage. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the likelihood – Maybe in the second or third round you'll get a quarterback. I mean, there's a ton of quarterbacks in this draft, mm-hmm. you know, more than most. So um, I think that they'll view that as an opportunity. It seems like splitting the difference, though, is just sort of what they've done forever with Kirk Cousins. Like, oh, we'll, we'll draft Kellen Mond and see if he develops. Or even Nate Stanley in the seventh round and see if he develops. <laughs> we'll bring in UDFAs. And, see, and most of the time, they don't become Brock Purdy. They mostly become guys who end up playing in the XFL instead. And it's just it's hard to convince me when it comes to this that you won't be repeating history except for now he's injured, like having to recover from a very serious Achilles injury, which, of course, he and Aaron Rodgers both uh, telling the world, no, 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 it's not that bad. It's uh, no big deal. But even Brian O'Neill, who did not have the worst version of a, a torn Achilles, took a long time to recover. And I think that it's taken a toll on him as the season has gone along. It just it feels very, very risky to me to go back down that road, hoping that you can recreate what happened in two games against San Francisco and Green Bay that you really loved and, and somehow having that and Nick Mullins negate the five previous years? That, 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 that's odd to me. Yeah, I think that if you or I were in charge of the front office, I wouldn't be making that prediction. But I think the thing is, splitting the difference, you know, that's what they've been doing for years. That's because that's who they are until they get a different ownership with a different set of priorities. That's not going to change. They always want to compete for the playoffs. 
They always want to make make sure that they can create a pathway to the playoffs that's like reasonable instead of one that's entirely volatile, and then also develop for the future, whether that means grabbing the second rounder here or the third rounder here that might turn into a backup or hopefully a starter. You know, maybe they can find their Jalen Hurts. Obviously, you know that that's you know less likely than 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 it is likely going to happen. So, um, but I, I just think that that's uh, kind of the direction that the ownership pushes this front office group. I mean, Spielman also before Quasi also tried to split the difference, tried to, you know, be a man in the middle and try to always develop and always compete now. And that's just what the ownership wants. So yeah, if it was you or I, yeah, certainly I'd be a little bit more comfortable taking the plunge. Hey, draft two quarterbacks that actually kind of worked out for Washington for a bit, um, you know, with, with the guy that we're actually talking about. So um, I don't know, but I, I just think that given the way that the Vikings are constructed from an ownership perspective, I think that that's probably what they're going to do. Yeah, I think of this a little bit like how we assess risk, where if you drive 100 and let's say 40 miles an hour, just to pick a random number of miles this an hour. This is number, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's, that's very risky. It's also risky to go 38 miles an hour in a 65 as well. And this feels like going 38 miles an hour. It feels like we're just going back to the safest possible option, which actually is very risky considering the age, the recent injury, and the complete history of him as a Minnesota Vikings quarterback. That that feels like we've seen a coach and a GM already get fired, and it does not matter if you're nicer. It really doesn't. If the production is not there, you're going to end up suffering the same fate. Uh, but at the same time, if you draft someone who's really bad, it could kind of look like uh, Nick Mullins. Hey, by the way, speaking of splitting the difference, Jaron Hall's starting against the Green Bay Packers. Uh, formulate a take for me about Jaron Hall starting. D- do you like it? Are you excited about it? Like, How are you feeling about the uh, fifth rounder out of BYU getting his chance? Well, I'm excited about it, but not because I think he's going to be any good, but it's because I have no idea you yeah. know, how he's going to play. So we've been getting a lot of that this year, so why yes. not a little bit more? Um, I'm, I'm curious about what it's going to be, but I think that's really the only stance that you can have, to be curious about what he's going to do. I think having a strong stance is really difficult. Yeah, he's a fifth-rounder. That should tell you that he's probably not a great quarterback, but also, um, you know, he looked pretty good in the preseason and in the 10 or so snaps that he had against Atlanta, mm-hmm. which that's not a ton either. And then also, hey, they've made him third string for a reason. When Nick Mullins got healthy, he immediately became, you know, the the immediate option had Josh Dobbs not, you know, caught on fire. Um, and so, you know, maybe that means something. But if that means something, it also means something that the Vikings trust him now. You can't say that them making him a third stringer means something and not, say that this doesn't mean something, right? So you could argue yourself in circles. I think the easiest thing to just do is say, I've got no idea. The kid's got a really strong arm. I know that that's true. Uh, The kid is athletic. I know that that's true. That's about all I know. (laughs) Arguing in circles is the story of the 2023 season of, hey, is Josh Dobbs maybe going to be this? Oh, no, he's not. Oh, maybe the coach did something wrong, and maybe they're making the wrong decision at the wrong time, and it seems like just you're throwing darts, though, with these backup quarterbacks, and this is the latest dart, but at least this dart has a chance to hit the bullseye where based on the history of Josh Dobbs and Nick Mullins, I was looking at their previous starts before they got to the Vikings and comparing what they did here in Minnesota, and you'll never believe it. It's exactly the same. 
It's just exactly the same story. All sorts of turnovers for Nick Mullins when he was a starter in 2020. Josh Dobbs averaged literally the same yards per pass attempt that he did in Arizona. That's who these guys are. We don't know who Jaron Hall is yet. So let's talk about this game. I mean, what what do you think that the chances are that they can win this game with Green Bay emerging on the offensive side with Jordan Love, but also struggling very much on defense? Yeah, I, I think that there's something there um, that, you know, the Vikings do have a pretty good chance to win the game. I know um, that a lot of the simulations, I don't know what the odds makers are saying right now, but the simulations have it at about 50%, which I think is kind of interesting. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Green Bay Packers are out there number one corner because he's a self-appointed captain and the number two <laughs> corner because he keeps injuring his hamstring. Um, so they, that, and that defense was already bad with both of those guys healthy, right? Like that's, that's not a good. So it's, it's a lot worse. The Vikings, um, I don't know what the status of Jordan Addison is going to be. I'm operating under the assumption that he's not going to be available, but I think just having Justin Jefferson and whoever, whether they Jalen Naylor finally gets it together or KJ Osborne has a game like he did last week, or I don't know. Um, you're, you're probably going to have the receiving weapons you need, and it's going to really pivot around um, that quarterback. I mean, the Vikings probably have an advantage in the running game, but they're not going to use it because that's who Kevin O'Connell is. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, and, you know, power to him. Great. I agree. But, you know, it's just something to kind of keep in mind. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a linebacker group that gets kind of confused pretty easily. They've got a pretty decent pass rush. That's about it. Really, it's, it's just a question of kind of, whether or not Jordan Love can deal with a blitz-heavy look from Brian Flores. The Panthers blitzed a lot, but it's a completely different kind of blitz. They blitz from deep. You can't really use that. Um, when they play the Giants, they blitz a lot, but the Giants are also like a bad mm-hmm. defense, so I, I, don't know, like, I don't know if you can count that. So it is kind of a unique situation. Jordan Love has done worse against the blitz. He wants to throw it deep, but he gets a little bit scared sometimes. So there's, there's something there defensively where – yeah, he's had a lot of success, even against good defenses like Kansas City, mostly against bad defenses like Los Angeles. Um, but I, I do think that there's something to be concerned about. I'm just a little bit more skeptical. He's He's got like a high EPA or whatever production metric you want to use, yards per attempt pass rating, it's high. Um, but his success rate, his completion percentage over average or, or expected, those are all pretty low. And that suggests to me that he's a very inconsistent player that relies a lot on deep shots. And the Vikings have been pretty good against deep shots, despite kind of what the last couple of weeks would suggest to you. Right. And the Vikings will be without at least one corner. The other corner may play, but his shoulder's going to be hanging off of his body. <laughs> so this has been it's yeah. this has been very much a it's just a flesh wound type of season uh, for the Vikings as they keep having star players lopped off uh, left and right. So last thing for you, Arif, uh, I want to know like the bigger picture here with these final two games. There's certainly a debate of, is it better to lose them or win them? And I think that you can make a good argument for either side. Making the playoffs would be pretty damn impressive considering all the things that they've gone through. And yet draft status is very interesting to me uh, to be able to move up that draft board when we talk about uh, their future at quarterback. Uh, where, where do you stand on that? Yeah, I think this is one situation where, like, all of the stuff I said, I think it goes out the window if Drake May falls to them, which is, <laughs> right. you know, right. which is probably not going to happen, but it's a lot more likely at nine than it is at 20, right? So, like, that's, that's kind of what we're working with. Um, yeah, I think, like, rationally, I would have to say it's probably better to lose them, but I just, I can't 
I, I still, even as cynical as sports writer I am, I still, at the end of the day, like want teams to try to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like, I like watching games where teams try to win. So I still think it would be better and cooler if they tried to make the playoffs, and it'd be pretty interesting to see what happens if they made the playoffs or and all that. And there is something to be said. I think that, you know, a lot of us tend to undercut, you know, the, the cultural importance, like in terms of the locker room, of having that drive, having that consistency, having people kind of constantly push, building and, and generating a team culture of always feeling like that there's a chance. I think that there's something real in that. And I think that one of the biggest changes that we saw from Mike Zimmer to Kevin O'Connell is how cohesive that locker room is and how much mm-hmm. they enjoy playing for the Vikings. And I think that this would be part of it, making sure that that team is always in a position to try and win. So I think that there's something there. If you make the playoffs consistently, you have a better chance of attracting free agents. You have a better chance of retaining your free agents. So I think that there's something there. So you could make an argument that it's better even long-term to win. Um, I think probably rationally it's better to lose, but I, I don't care. I just want them to win. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. And now Seattle has not turned it into being a Super Bowl contender, but you know, Pete Carroll had a lot of pressure on him going into last year and they overachieved and they made the playoffs with Geno Smith. And there was something sort of that permeated the organization about that. Like Pete's Pete's back. He's the guy in charge. And now we're going forward with him. There will be, if you miss the playoffs and you finish with seven wins, there's pressure on your coach, regardless of how many excuses we can make for it versus feeling like you are in a really solid position. If you make the playoffs, there is a benefit there, but it's just hard to deny that you're within shouting distance of trading up maybe for one of the top three quarterbacks. Uh, the wide left newsletter that you do, Arif, is great. People should check that out. A lot of Vikings uh, writing that you do there. Wideleftpost.substack.com, the place to find it. Thanks for taking the time, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Again, Arif Hassan, Wide Left Newsletter. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.